أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا O you who have believed هل أدلكم على تجارة Shall I guide you to a transaction تنجيكم من عذاب أليم That will save you from a painful punishment We learned at the beginning of the surah That there were some companions who expressed their desire to know that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a lot. Why does a person want to do that which Allah loves a lot? In order to be saved from painful punishment. So Allah tells us, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, hal adullukum, shall I tell you about a tijara that's going to save you from adab and alim? Adullu is from the root letters, dal, lam, lam, from the word idlal, not idlal. This is dal. And idlal is to point out, to show, to direct, to inform. So shall I inform you about a tijara? Such a tijara, such a trade, such a bargain, whose profit is that tunjikum min adabin alim. It will save you from the punishment which is painful. Which painful punishment is this? Punishment of the hereafter. Punishment of hellfire. Punishment of the grave. Tunjikum min adabin alim. If you look at it, the word tijara has been used over here. Business, trade. Business, trade, it demands a lot of time and dedication from a person. Look at any businessman. Any person who has a business, whether it is of real estate or it is of selling cars or anything that he's doing, it requires a lot of time as well as dedication from him. A lot of sacrifice, a lot of effort, a lot of skill. It requires him to be learned. It requires him to be alert. It requires him to be sharp. It requires him to use his mind. And if you think about it, sometimes it's almost inconvenient to do it. Having a business is almost inconvenient. Why? Because it takes so much of your time. It takes so much of your energy. If you think about it, people who work 9 to 5, so much of their week goes in what? Just working. And at the end of the week, perhaps they're doing some work which they don't really like. But why is it that they do it? Because it is necessary. Similarly, when a person has invested in a business, he has to spend time away from his family, he has to work at odd hours, he has to be concerned about meeting deadlines, there's a lot of tension, a lot of worry, but it's all worth it. If you think about it, the easy solution would be to not do it. Don't have a business, don't have this trade, don't work there, and at the end have no money. But is that really good? No. When you have invested your time and money and energy in a business, yes, it's very hard, it's very difficult. But the result, the profit that you gain at the end, the money that you get at the end, it's all worth it then. Sometimes we see that people, they will spend time away from their family, they will put in so many hours in doing their work, but they will do it anyway. Why? Because they want to become wealthier. They want to live in luxury or they want to provide money and luxury to who? To their children, to their family. So a tijara requires a lot from a person. And it would be convenient to not do it. But 
you have to do it if you want to survive if you want to achieve something great if you want the profit at the end if you want the benefit at the end and sometimes we see that people the business that they're doing they get all that money okay but even if they don't get that money regardless of the money why is it that they're doing it because it gives them a sense of fulfillment a sense of achievement that they have actually done something you know sometimes i wonder i look at some people mashallah they're doing really well when it comes to the dunya they're spending time here they're traveling here they're constantly making more and more and more money and where are their children at home and where are they always traveling when do they get to see their children spend time with their children perhaps on the weekends rarely on the evenings but why are they doing it why because it gives them a sense of accomplishment it gives them a meaning a purpose and at the end the profit that they gain the career that they're building that's what is most important to them so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us over here he asks us shall i tell you about a tijara and this tijara if you invest in it if you put your mind and energy and skill and everything into it what's the profit what's the result that you will be saved from the painful punishment there are those people who do business to grow in their dunya there are those people who have a business so that they have profit they can make more money they started with a million dollars they want 6 million they want 10 million they want their money to grow this is why they are doing that business but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over here offers us an opportunity he points out a different kind of tijara whose profit whose result is not this dunya but what is the profit what is the profit akhirah security in akhirah tunjikum min adabin alim it will save you from the punishment that is very painful meaning the profit is the benefit is that your akhirah will be secure and this profit is guaranteed this benefit this outcome is guaranteed because it's an all profit no loss investment if a person has a business in dunya are there risks involved huge risks big risks he doesn't even know if he'll actually make any profit it's quite possible that he'll end up in debt it's quite possible that he will end up with a huge liability the profit is not guaranteed but over here we see that this tijara allah says tunjikum min adabin alim you do this trade you make this bargain and the profit is guaranteed and what is that that you will definitely be saved from the punishment of the hereafter from the painful punishment but just as any trade demands something from you this trade also demands something from us if you want to make a lot of money does it demand something from you of course similarly if you want to be saved from the adab of the akhirah the adab al alim then you have to do something as well there's something that is required of you and remember the greater the goal of a person the more his business demands of him if a person wants to make just a few thousand dollars every month just a few hundred dollars he doesn't perhaps have to put in much effort but if a person wants to make in millions then what does he have to do 
put in a lot more effort and energy. So look at the result. تُنْجِيكُمْ مِنْ عَذَابٍ And this requires something from you. So over here, Allah is asking us, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا هَلْ أَدُلُّكُمْ عَلَى تِجَارَةٍ تُنْجِيكُمْ مِنْ عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Allah is asking us, Allah is offering us. Are we interested? Are we? Are you sure? Because Allah is offering. هَلْ أَدُلُّكُمْ Shall I tell you? Shall I inform you? Just imagine somebody comes up to you and says, let me tell you about a business, you put in a little bit of your money, and results guaranteed. Guaranteed. What will you say? Tell me, tell me. How much money is needed? Isn't it? We'll accept immediately. We'll offer our money immediately. Even if it means for some people selling their gold jewelry and getting that cash and investing that. They will do it. Allah is asking us over here as well. هَلْ أَدُلُّكُمْ And if you're interested, then Allah tells us, تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ that you should believe in Allah and His Messenger. The first thing that you have to do is that you must have the right iman. تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ And remember, believing does not just mean affirming. Belief does not just mean to affirm. But what does it include? Acceptance, submission as well. So do what is required of this iman as well. Iman in Allah requires a person to do certain things. Iman in the Messenger requires a person to do certain things. تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Don't let your iman fade away. Maintain it. Keep reviving it. Believe as you should believe. And prove your iman as well. So the first thing, iman. Secondly, وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ اللَّهِ And you strive in the cause of Allah. You have to do this. If you want that profit, this is how you have to invest. What? That وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ اللَّهِ You have to strive in the way of Allah. But how? بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ With your wealth, your properties, and also your lives. You have to spend your money, and you also have to spend your time and energy. And when you will do that, ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ That is better for you, that is best for you. إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ If you know. This is the best thing that you can do. Because if you don't invest in this tijara, then you would be losing out. You would be in loss. You would be with nothing. If a person has an opportunity to invest in a trade, in a business, and he does not invest, then what will happen? His money, whatever he had at the beginning is the same. It hasn't grown. Perhaps he has used part of it and he's left with less. Isn't that a loss for him? Yes. But if he had taken advantage of that opportunity, invested his money, isn't that better for him? Yes. It's difficult. But is it not worth it? Yes. It is worth it. Just recently somebody was telling me about this particular place that uh, somebody bought for just a million dollars and uh, did a few things to it and they sold it for six million. And in a matter of just a few weeks, from one million to six million. And this other person had the opportunity, somebody they knew had the opportunity to buy that same place, but they said, no, forget about it, too much work, they didn't bother. And look at the big opportunity they have lost. Imagine, from one million they made six million 
And this other person, he's just sitting with this million. It's just there. So Allah says, ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ That's much better for you. It's worth it. إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Now over here two things are mentioned. That two things you have to do in order to secure your akhirah. In order to be saved from painful punishment. Two things you have to do. First of all, iman. And secondly, jihad. وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ Now what does it mean by jihad? Jihad as you know is of different types and it is to struggle. It's from juhud. Jihad. To struggle, to endeavor, to put in one's maximum effort in accomplishing something or in removing some harm. This is what jihad is. Now earlier in the surah what was mentioned? What was mentioned? Qital. What does Allah like? إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الَّذِينَ يُقَاتِلُونَ فِي سَبِيلِهِ صَفًّا كَأَنَّهُمْ بُنْيَانُ مَرْصُوصٍ Qital was mentioned earlier. Now what is being mentioned? Jihad. And jihad is broader. It's a broader term that includes qital as well. It is to put an effort at a large scale to promote the deen of Allah. According to the situation and according to the time that a person is in. If you think about it, if jihad meant only qital over here, then the ayah would apply to only men. Because who is required to go for qital? The men. So the women would be left out. And that's not exactly fair. So jihad over here, remember, is not just referring to qital, but it's referring to any endeavor, any effort that a person puts in, in order to serve, in order to promote, in order to protect the religion of Allah. Tujahiduna fi sabilillahi. The way of Allah. Bi amwalikum wa anfusikum. And you spend your money and you also spend yourselves. You spend for the cause of Allah and you also personally take part in jihad. Now many people, as Muslims, what do they do? They just stop after iman. They think that because I'm a believer, I have said la ilaha illallah. I observe the five pillars. Therefore, inshallah, I'm going to paradise. Okay. But does that guarantee being saved from the punishment? Does that guarantee being saved from the punishment? It doesn't. We know that a person who believes in Allah, who has even the slightest amount of faith, eventually he will be taken out of hellfire. Isn't it so? But does it say that a person who has faith will not be punished? Does it say that? No. He may be punished. It's up to Allah. He may be punished for the wrong that he has done. And we have learned about the description of the hellfire. Is it really a place worth going to? Even for a moment. Even for a second. It's not worth going to. It's not even worth seeing. You see it, you'd be traumatized. So what is it that a person has to do on top of iman in order to be saved from the punishment? What is it that he has to do? Jihad. And that's what's mentioned over here. That move on. Have a greater goal. Don't just be content with practicing Islam in your personal life. No. Have a greater goal. And what is this jihad? That a person must strive to protect and promote and serve the religion of Allah. This is what jihad would include. This is his jihad. And remember that it will take different shape and different form depending on the time and the place that a person is in.
This is just like a business. That when a person starts a business, can he just start any business at random? Like for example, a person goes to a place where it never snows and he is selling winter jackets. Would it work? No, it will not work. What is needed over there? Something else. So when a person starts a business, he has to do that one which is relevant to the place. Which is relevant to the time, the need. If he is providing something that people don't need, if he is selling something that people don't like, if he is selling something that is out of season, if he is selling something that is not at the right location, then will his business prosper? It will not prosper. Many times when people start a business, what do they do before that? They do a survey. They do a survey to make sure that what they want to sell is actually needed. When it's needed, it's at the right time, place, everything, only then it will be profitable. And if a person does not care about these things, then his efforts will be useless. At the end, he will only be frustrated because he will not see any results. So similarly, وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ What does it mean? That a person does that for the deen of Allah which is needed. If the situation, if the time demands, like for example at the time of the Prophet ﷺ to fight, do that. But if the situation, if the time, circumstances, they demand from a person that he write, he should speak, he should learn, he should teach. He should talk to people, he should communicate with people, then that is what should be done. So, وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ And two things must be invested in this. Your wealth, as well as your time, your energy, your life. You dedicate yourself to the mission. When you dedicate yourself, only then will you be able to bring something. And we see that when it comes to Jihad fi sabilillah bi amwalikum wa anfusikum That a person has to be realistic and practical as well. That he has to see what is possible, what is needed, and do that. You know, sometimes people have big plans, big ideas. We have been doing these uh, meetings with all of you, and um, we've been asking students, what is your plan, what do you want to do? And mashallah, some ideas are very good. Starting something for the community, writing something, making a center... Very good ideas. But if you think about it, is it practical? Sometimes I listen to these ideas, very good. But are they practical for you in the situation that you're in? Given the time and the ability that you have, given the resources that you have, is it? Perhaps not. May Allah give you the tawfiq, may Allah allow it for you, may Allah make it possible for you. However, a person should be realistic, look at his situation, where am I, what do I have, what's the need, what can I do? And sometimes you have to start very small. You know, for example, when a person wants his business to grow, how does he start? Very small. Selling, for example, bracelets, selling pins, selling little, little things, and then eventually grow bigger and bigger and bigger. We have big ideas, we want to jump to them. When we can't get them done, we collapse and we get nothing done. This is unfortunately the state of many people. They are not realistic, they are not practical. So we have to do jihad how? In the most practical way. And sometimes it is done by how? For instance, even starting off by marking dust papers. 
starting off by standing at the phone desk taking phone calls sometimes it is by you know writing something by checking something by editing something because that is the need you know for example a person's desires i want to write a book okay if you want to write a book you know how difficult it is remember that lady who came and told us before that perhaps what can you do for instance there are so many things that need to be published over here they need to be edited they need to be looked at they need to be revised you know start small be realistic put your contribution in that and when you will put your contribution in that allah will give you more tawfiq and from there your work will grow but if you want to jump to something very big you will never be able to get anything done so be realistic be practical do that which is needed do that which you are capable of and also remember the circumstances that you're in that what do your circumstances allow you to do just like a person when he starts a business when he looks at his circumstances what can i do can i actually travel everywhere can i actually open three stores no i can only open one i can only afford the rent of one similarly look at your situation being a woman being a young girl being a mother being a wife what is possible for you you know sometimes i see girls they make huge plans you know i'm going to study for 3 years then i'm going to do hips it's going to take 2 years then i'm going to go here i'm going to do this i'm like you know what that's 7 years and before that you'll be married with children and your family is not going to look at the plan that you have and if you have such a huge plan and you get married halfway through and you end up with your children then you won't be able to get anything done then is your jihad going to collapse should it come to an end should it come to a stop no it should not so be realistic and practical and look at the circumstances that you're in this is very very important we learned earlier about bunyanu marsus working together and remember that when people are working together yadullahi fawqal jamaa the help of allah the assistance of allah is there. allah's hand is on them meaning he protects them he guides them he shows them the way there is barakah in their efforts so the best way of doing jihad is what that you start something yourself alone you're not going to get much done the best thing is that something that's already going on you contribute in that because when you will contribute in that when you will work along with other people you will get training you will learn many things many things You know for example there are many girls who say inshallah after the course I want to teach very good I want you to whatever you've learned this is what we've been emphasizing pass it on but before you can pass it on don't you think you need to revise don't you think you need a little bit of training of course you do remember that a plant when it grows gradually then it's firm and if something is put on steroids and it grows within a day or two then what happens to it at the end of the season finished within a few days finished but a plant that grows gradually something that grows gradually step by step it is more firm it is more stable it is more able therefore remember this bunyan marsus as well and we see the sahaba radhiyallahu anhum that how they all worked collectively as well when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam before doing hijrah how he sent musab ibn rubair and abdullah ibn umm maktum to madina and when they went there they started teaching it was the two of them together they started teaching over there many people became muslim 
and Muslims were together in Medina and then later on the Muslims in Abyssinia even they came and joined them because you have to be together because when you're together you're stronger you can get more done but when each person is doing one thing here one thing there efforts are divided results are also limited you cannot get much done all by yourself because remember when it comes to teaching for example we just look at it from the lecturing point of view but behind that along with that there are many many things that need to be done believe me for example if I wasn't teaching here with all the people here with all the supporters I wouldn't be able to do it if you would tell me go and record at your own house this lecture give it for two and a half hours I wouldn't be able to do it because I need the help of other people I need somebody to look after my child I need somebody to tell me okay from where to where I need somebody to help me with my work when you work together you can get something done but if each person is thinking no no my thing my thing my thing then you end up with nothing so jihad how is it to be done be realistic be practical look at your circumstances look at your ability look at the skill that Allah has given you don't imitate but look at the special skill that Allah has given you the talent that Allah has given you and figure out a way as to how you can use that to serve the deen sometimes we think the way to serve the deen is only teaching no, that's not the only way if you think about it for people to teach or study here aren't there so many people working here who are doing different things there are people who are making the food selling the food there are people who are looking after the children there are other people who are maintaining the place all of that is necessary and remember that anything that you're doing whether it is from teaching to cleaning to maintaining to looking after the children all of that is what? your contribution وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ أَنفُسِكُمْ Kamal Maki is saying about the dawah. They said for dawah, sometimes they're saying, okay, if I have this, I have this, I have this, I'll do it. They said one person said, okay, I'm going to make total free phone number and ask people, okay, let's get the free Quran. He said, okay, if this lot of people will interesting, they will call you. Do you have so many people to answer the phone? Okay, if they have answer, you have this people to answer the phone. Okay, they want the Quran. So how many thousand Quran you will be making ready for them? And after that, you have to send it. Think Mm-hmm. about you have post money to send it to every house they want it and it will be free delivery the idea is good but you have to think who you're going to do it exactly. how you're going to do it yes so sometimes the ideas are very good however they're not practical and for that you need to be with those people who have experience who can tell you if it's practical or not just like if you want to start a business do you just start something yourself what do you do you speak to who experienced people Abdurrahim said when he came here, he said that dawah is bigger than all of us. Yes. That, you know, the dawah is such a thing that not one person cannot handle it. Two people cannot handle it. It's bigger than all of us even combined together. Exactly. And only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can help the people exactly. work together. Yes. So for that reason, we all must come together instead of starting everything on our own. So, وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ And remember that whenever a person starts something for the sake of Allah, serving the deen in any way, initially he will find it difficult. Initially he will find it difficult, just like any business. That initially, 
it's very risky, very difficult, you're not used to it, you're still learning, you're still trying to figure things out. But then eventually, it gets easier. The first year, very challenging. The second year, less challenging. Third year, is like a breeze. Similarly, you know, for example, it happens with some others. The first child is so difficult. I remember somebody was saying, there was this girl, she had a baby, and she would always ask this lady, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? She would tell her, have another child. You'll have another one, and everything will become easy for you. Because the first one is always difficult. Everything is challenging. You have the other one, the second one, well, what's the big deal? The third one, what's the big deal? So this is what happens. Initially you find it difficult. But gradually you adjust. Gradually you learn. So remember when you do something for the sake of Allah, jihad fi sabilillah, it will be difficult initially. But Allah will create ease. Because وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا Those who strive for our cause, we guide them to our ways. I was thinking jihad is still... Exerting at your utmost, right? So while you're saying, yes, it has to be realistic, it'll still be, look at your circumstances. Some people think of that, like, okay, right now my circumstances are not very suitable, so I'll do it a little bit later. But because sometimes we fail to bring ourselves to that level of exertion to yes. the utmost level, right? Yes. So exert to the utmost level. And I was thinking, Amwal and Anfus, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned both. Yes. We love them both. Sometimes we want to spend and we don't want to spend out of our, like, you know, we say oh, there are health reasons we're not able to or other reasons. Sometimes we want to volunteer, but then if someone says, oh, there's a, this particular event and, you know, let's all pitch in, then it's like, aren't we already volunteering? Yes. But both things have to be contributed. Your physical effort as well as your money. You have to put in both. And as mentioned, that you have to put in your maximum effort. Sometimes we think we're not able, but we do have that ability. We think we cannot do it, but we can actually do it. And remember, when you start something with sincerity, with ikhlas, asking Allah for help, you think He will not help you? He will help you, He will teach you, He will show you the way. If for some reason someone has inability to continue coming to the campus afterwards, there is so many ways of helping out online. As long as your willingness is there, you're able to give your time, then there's so many. Like more than the students enrolled in this physical campus are people who are being helped online. And there's, alhamdulillah, a whole online structure. There's mm-hmm. online CI, there's online GIs. They're all ready to do this jihad. That is how those 200 people are benefiting online. Mm-hmm. And many more. Very true. Assalamu alaikum. I was thinking about like uh, working together is like our bodies. If uh, the heart is working and the brain is working and the, it doesn't say the lung, I want to be like a heart. The lung have its own job exactly. and the heart its own job. And if one ear is not working, the other ear doesn't say, okay, I am, this ear is not working, I have to be off. So we have to work hard. Very true. Very good example. That each is important at its own place. We think the function of the heart is the most important one. That's what we want to do. Everything else, I don't want to do. No. Whatever ability Allah has given you, use that. Obviously, the big opportunities would not come and we would not be able to avail the big goal that we have. And then obviously, that goes to show that we should be starting small with like little things and then build up. Exactly. That my point over here was not to discourage you from thinking big, from having big ideas. No. You should have big ideas. You should have big goals. 
However, when you start, start with something that you can actually do. Avail the opportunity that is given to you. Because remember, you can only do something big when Allah gives you that opportunity. And Allah gives big opportunities to those who avail smaller opportunities. Because a person has to learn gradually. So whatever comes your way, accept it, take it, and Allah will guide you through it. Allah will take you step by step through it, inshallah. If you think about it, there are many things that a person can do in this life. With his time, with his money, with his energy. وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنفُسِكُمْ A person can do many things with his time and money, energy. Like for example, a person strives to become a doctor. A person strives to build a career. But does that guarantee success in dunya and akhirah? It doesn't. What guarantees success in dunya and akhirah? It's jihad fi sabilillah bi amwalikum wa anfusikum. This is why Allah says, ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرُ لَكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ That's better for you if you know. This is the best thing that you could do in your life. The best thing that you could do in your life. The best that you could get out of your life. And if you do anything else, if you do something else, that would be selling yourself cheap. 